So what if I were to tell you that the most amazing experience a person can have while in the land of the living is actually an extension of yourself? Today, using isolation to manifest loving relationships for living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, community of Kinetic Believers. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Kenyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephenkenyon.com if you've got some questions or comments or even a suggestion for a podcast. stephenkenyon.com is the website. Hello, best friend, old dynamic one, <laughs> Miss Megan. Hello, love. How are you today? I'm wonderful. You want to know why? Why? Because it snowed. It did snow. It's amazing being I'm, up in the mountains. Anything is possible. You think it's spring, and then all of a sudden, here it comes. <laughs> right. I love snow. Yeah, and, and you're out there just twirling in the snow. Oh, it's just so magical. I love it. I'm so thankful for you. Uh, I'm thankful for you, too. Well, let's play some music together after today's podcast. Mm. I want to do that. That sounds so nice, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, we're in this new location, and uh, you know, yeah. we don't have our instruments out yet. And I was just thinking, what? A, what? Yeah. How inspired do we need to be to get them oh, out? I know. And no more excuses. Yeah. Beautiful view and a roaring fire. Pretty cozy stuff. Actually, you know what? We've had some requests uh, to for some folks who wanted to hear us play. Yeah. Why don't we um, play one of our songs on tomorrow's podcast? Oh, that sounds fun. Why don't we do that? Yeah, I think that sounds great. Jumping right into today, I am excited about today's topic, Using Isolation to Manifest Loving Relationships. I love that title. And I love a, that. What a perfect thing, having you sitting there across from me. That I get to talk <laughs> about this today. But I love that you prepped it, prefaced it with using isolation, because if there's <laughs> yes. one thing all of us across the whole globe have right now, it's it's isolation. So let's, let's make it work for us. I like it. I yep. have to say today is... Maybe one of the first days I'm starting to feel normalized again. Mm. So it's it's good to start talking about these things and readjusting, and and it's good. Probably not alone in that. I think most everybody is kind of like finding our stride now. Yeah, yeah, we're all sort of on the same, uh, you know, cyclical patterns. If, whether we like to admit it or not. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Using isolation. Well, let's use it since we're all in it. Here, yes. here, here's what we want to talk about. And it's really the dynamics between people, the dynamics between individuals, the dynamics of the family units, the <laughs> I just, dynamics I just of... just heard somebody say, what? dynamics, what a... What a nice word for it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work on dynamics. <laughs> but doesn't that cover it all? Yes. <clears throat> it covers a multitude of yes. stuff. Dynamics, dynamics, air quotes. All my relationship with him, her, is very dynamic. <laughs> the kids, oh, they're so dynamic. Dy- dynamics between individuals with, with diverse creative purposes. Mm-hmm. Those who've centered themselves within their life partner relationship. Yes. You know, a lot of people that are spending isolated time alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe we'll have to do a podcast on that. I think we should. You know, we need to cover all of our listeners in th- that sort of protection of knowledge that you always talk about. Sure. Absolutely. Well, we have, because of the isolation, actually the most exceptional opportunity to align ourselves in agreement while in isolation for manifesting our best lives 
And so today, let's let's just chat about using isolation to manifest harmonic relationships. Well, I have to say relationships, the the way that human beings interact with each other, this has always been sort of catnip for me. I just love the topic of relationships and the analytical part of it and how we all fit in with each other. I mean, I think it's something that you can just talk about for eternity. It's such a good topic. They are fascinating because they're so diverse and there's so many different representations of it. Mm. And we can relate with just about all of them. Yes. When asked, and there have been only a few exceptions, most often couples within a relationship believe themselves to be equal. However, in the exact same way that the successful kinetic believer works to align their own energetics to attract form, relationships also require the alignment, the equality of co-equal creators in order to attract from our best energetics. Those who are successful are proficient at coupling their highest viewpoints from manifesting their best lives. Not only have they entered into a covenant of alignment and agreement with their individualistic attributes, but then they've also shared the essence of who they are uniquely as diverse individuals. And that's, that's making such a great point that being on that same page energetically is going to be the most important thing. And probably most people would say that's the most difficult thing. Absolutely. And it's because we're in a world that competes with each other. Mm-hmm. We're in a world of competitiveness. In other words, look, the individual masterpiece becomes greater. It becomes larger than self when combined within the harmonics of celebration and edification mm. and championing each other. You're so right. We're in this competitive world and, and it's so easy for it to bleed over just into everyday living. I mean, if you want to if you want to check and see if you're competitive with your partner, just bring home some leftovers and there's not enough <laughs> for the two of you. <laughs> right. Sure. See what happens. But, you know, you take the you take the guy <laughs> or the gal that's out in the, the competitive office environment all day and yeah. they're they're striving to be the best and working at being recognized to get the raise or whatever it is and really you come home and you how how do we disconnect from that in order to merge into the coupling atmosphere those positive energetics with another and yes it's so possible but this is something we have to work together on Mm -hmm. look the kinetic believer understands that to improve it simply means to maintain if we're improving, if we're growing and developing, we're maintaining. It's maintenance. We, we advance our lives, our mind, body, and soul by maintaining our uh, highest viewpoint for living. And we let the world go by. And it, it's, look, it's just to not waver and to not consider a relationship from competitiveness, from negative energetics, things like fear, um, the substance of which we know it manifests anxiety and anger and strife and bitterness and all those things. Let's align ourselves with some of the modalities regarding the manifestation of harmonic relationships. And of course, modalities are just methods. Well, first of all, we all need to revisit ourselves. We all need to go back to the beginning. We need to be rewilding ourselves away from the negative influencers of the office today, the negative influencers on the highway, the negative influencers of just life in general, bad news, <laughs> bad reports, in order to, to begin uh, spending time in some alone time. We have to get away from all that so that we can re-enter our, the essence of our within. I just love that you gave us this sort of checklist of things to get away from and I just heard a collective check. 
check. <laughs> got away from <laughs> I it. I got away from the coworkers. <laughs> I got away from the traffic on the highway, and <laughs> I'm I'm nice and isolated. I'm and ready now, to do this. And now we get away from the negative reports and the news reports and yes. the thoughts about well, what are our friends doing? Our relatives doing? Mm. The negative energetics of the phone call that you just received from somebody that you do work with. Yeah. That's just blaring the, the bad reports and, mm-hmm. and just saying, well, this is going to go wrong in every direction. We have to get away from those things. Yes. And it's going to require some alone time. Yeah. So now this does not mean necessarily to, when we're looking to spend alone time, to work on our relationship with our life partner or with our family, our family unit. Alone time, look, it doesn't necessarily mean to travel without your life partner. It doesn't mean that you've got to go back to mama's house and I'm going to go there for the next couple of months and get away from you. That's not what I'm talking about. Alone time. It just means to rewild ourselves from negative influencers. And that requires a quiet time of meditation. A quiet hygge space. Hygge. That is a Danish word for preparing a place within your space that is comfortable cozy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a candle in a favorite book, a favorite hot drink, a yeah. cup of tea or coffee. The and you simple go pleasures. off somewhere some, somewhere by yourself in a room and you just um, curl up with a little blanket and your comforts. Huga, uninterrupted. I always think of huga too as, as it's very sensory oriented. So mm-hmm. you have warmth and you have um, things that are very tactile and blankets or just a good, you know, real book to hold. It's in, It's the simple pleasures in life. Right. So, okay. Are you in your huga space? Over. I am. Are you ready, Meg? Are you? Yeah. yeah okay. Light your yeah. candle. Okay. Okay. Now that we're there, we are going to reset ourselves to remain unconditionally in love with the essence of our diverse selves. Now, this is a practice that we have to do all alone. Get away from the dog. Unless the dog's a, a cuddler, you can, you can bring a little. I was going to say the good boy can come in there. <laughs> a dog would definitely be yeah. part of my hygge space. <laughs> right. So okay. Now here's what makes us different. We go back to that place. Fall. Make sure you're in unconditional love with your different self. What makes you unique? What do you have to offer that's within the attributes of your uh, individuality? Now you're centering and aligning with your inner self. That thing you're doing it in a fearless way. Because you're going to come out of your huga space, ready to offer who you are to your life partner. Mm. It's the centering and it's the alignment of our inner selves that we fearlessly offer to our life partners. And in the same way, the matching of egos now requires our partner to do the same thing. But now, let me just say this, because I don't want this to be an area of contention where all of a sudden I can just see, you know, you're going out. Don't put a demand on your life partner to do what you're doing. Now, that's not what I mean by this. But I will say that even though it's it's sort of shallow, for a lot of people, it is much easier for uh, some people to demand their own personal time than it is to grant it to the person that they love. Sometimes we're like, you know, I need time alone. Uh, what do you mean you need time alone? We say to the other person. <laughs> so we have to be careful with this. If this is you, you got a little bit of work to do. Sure. Well, and like you said, we all have that innate original urge that we've learned from these bad habits to be competitive. And in a sense, that is a form of competition. And so that, like you always tell us, awareness is the first step to changing that thing. Wisdom, knowledge, right? Yes. Yeah, so the kinetic believer understands the importance of personal space for maintenance of the individual that everyone around you is celebrating. Mm. 
Remain powerfully strengthened in your original genius of purpose. Now, we're talking about being in isolation here. and These are the steps involved. Get into your genius of purpose. Center yourself within that. And then bring your perfected narrative from your highest viewpoints and your thought forms to the convenient um, uh, place of self. And then move into that covenant alignment of agreement that you've chosen to undertake with someone else. So you see, we're centering ourselves and now we're going to perfect the relationship by offering ourselves to the other one as we genuinely are. In other words, growing together with another requires growing simultaneously separately. Well, and what you're describing, it also seems like it's going to require um, a certain level of vulnerability as well. That's, that's well put. Vulnerability in that we're not going to put up walls. We're not going to uh, all of a sudden pretend like we're somebody that we're not. Mm-hmm. And at home, in the, the quiet place of your space, even with the company of others within the home, this is the place to practice this. Now, again, remember that growing singularly is re- a requirement for growing together with someone else. One without the other is not growth. The kinetic believer's relationship is the joining of two separate lives together. The individual genius of purpose merged with the commonality of desire. The most powerful thing within the universe is when two or more spiritual beings with the ability to align the substance of their beliefs for desire come together. During this, this time of isolation wherever you are in the world right now. What an amazing opportunity we have to work with our partners, work with our children, and work with our family, to align our life source energetics within the commonality of purpose. Look, don't just tell your partner about your intentions. Show them that you love them. Show them that you care. Fearlessly express your unconditional love in expected ways. Well, and I really love where you're taking this conversation, this teaching, because you we just talked about vulnerability, and you're sort of revealing this idea that as a kinetic believer, when we make ourselves vulnerable, there's no risk in that. And there's Because the world teaches us, the natural world tendencies teach us that vulnerability is risky. You're risking something. But when we're so authentic in our belief and in ourselves, vulnerability is is common, normal. Kinetic believer understands that vulnerability is is just simply an expression of positivity. Mm. Empowering even. It's yeah. empowering because we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And so those expressions of positivity are amplified during times of uncertainty. Well, that's that's such a good point. And I, I want to unpack vulnerability for another moment just because, um, you know, the, the world does tell you, like we just said, that it is risky, but you've, you've really taught us, you know, you've brought us to this point in our belief system where you can be vulnerable because you're not, and it's not risky because you're not looking to this other person for that validation and for that affirmation. And so that's the key there. That's what allows the vulnerability to not have any risk involved. There are so many opportunities for stress and strife during times like these. And if we determine to focus like a laser, our best intentions toward those around us, well, the effect is amplified. Mm. It's going to be amplified. Good word. Let those around you know that, um, let them know what you're working on. 
you know, kinetic believers don't need to do this in secret. Uh, you don't need to. We don't need to share our manifesting journals, but let people know that we're working on ourselves and even how we're doing it, and then invite them to join you. And if they refuse, well, then give them their space and just begin the process on your own. But let them know what you're doing. Everyone. Everyone will benefit, even if you have to start this alone. Remember, there's actually no such thing as a kinetic believer manifesting results alone. Everyone within the sphere of influence of yourself, of the kinetic believer, is going to benefit from you working on your best life. The the biblical historical character of Abraham, he was the first kinetic believer in recorded history. Scripture says that every single one, everyone within his sphere of influence was blessed because of his faith, his servants, his family. In other words, because of his kinetic belief, Abraham's offspring grew into a powerful, powerful nation of 12 tribes or family groups, thousands and thousands of people. And that nation gained in prominence and prosperity because of Abraham's meditative alignment with his highest viewpoints and thought forms. Well, the, the law of attraction just manifested his best life, not, but not only to him, but also to everyone surrounding him as well. Nothing has changed from that day. In fact, the substance of belief is not a respecter of persons, and it works for every single creative human being on the planet, the same way that it did for Abraham. I love that idea that you're giving us that that our belief system is going to affect positively affect everyone that that's around us. Oh yeah, all people. So the kinetic believer remains centered within the creative reality of their authority and their dominion. Look, never attempt to use your dominion to control others in, in your household anywhere else. <laughs> when we instruct children, it's to teach and not to control. When we're bringing our children up, we're to teach them lovingly and kindly and not to use our dominion to control them. And we celebrate the diversity of our life partner. How do we do this? Well, first of all, we never use our authority and dominion to control our life partner's aspirations. Um, And authority and dominion is just for controlling ourselves. Well, and I love that that concept that you just really gave us that that when you focus on yourself and you look within and you can start this process yourself, that you're really giving your partner or that other person in your life, you're really giving them space to find their own way and to make their own decisions. Because as we all know, you know, the more pressure that someone is going to put on you, the, the less you want to do is do something. So this is, this is good. This is this good is stuff. Good. Roll up your <laughs> sleeves during this time of yeah. isolation and be prepared to go the extra mile mm. where we are experiencing each other in magnified ways, seeing the observing the things we're not accustomed to seeing because we just been, we've been out here in this rat race and passing each other like two ships in the night. Pay attention to each other. Notice the small things. Look, our family unit deserves our love for one another. Each one in our family unit deserves everything that they can think of or imagine. Remember, unconditional love is not merit-based. It's not because you've earned it. We deserve our, all of us deserve our best lives because we were created in the image of unconditional love, the creator of the universe, the creator of the advancing universe, the creator of positive energetics, life abundant. Knowing this, if there's any way possible that we can manifest anything for those within our sphere of influence and whatever it is that they may desire, we should do that. 
these are people that we love and desire all of their best experiences within this world to happen for them. Our family units, optimistic happiness is in alignment with our own happiness. So during this time of isolation and certainly beyond it, work at always listening first. Most people just talk too much and they listen too little. What? Most people talk too much and listen too little. Oh, okay. <laughs> Megan, most of the time people aren't interested to know other people's opinions and they just want to access um, someone to vent on. They want to access somebody just to share their pain with. It's so true. Is there anything worse than telling someone something in a conversation and they, they start to open their mouth when you're not even halfway through? Or you can just they're 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 just telegraphing their intent to speak, and you haven't even finished. It's oh, or you get finished saying what you're going, whatever it is that you're saying, and they they say, you know, while you were saying that, I was thinking. <laughs> you know, what, while you're talking, I was thinking. Yeah, um. Right, right. No, look, <laughs> That's d- bad. That's during bad. this time of isolation, and certainly beyond this, work at always listening first, mm-hmm. and don't confuse listening with alignment either. Acknowledge that you are hearing them and agree that, yes, those things that you're you're complaining about, they're not good. Well, and isn't it does seem like that's such good advice because it, it does make you give you the sense that when you acknowledge someone, you really, truly listen to them. You're also acknowledging that they may be on a different path, a different level than you. They you don't know. You can't possibly know that depth of that person and so that's such a you know it's just funny I uh we went gosh when was this years ago we went vegan for like a year and a half man that was tough it was good it was good experience but it was was only a year and a half I thought it was for like 20 years (laughs) I'm sure it felt that way it was um but it was hard and but it was so funny because the moment that we began I had this insatiable urge to tell everyone else why they should be doing it and I was constantly having to just misery loves company oh it's unbelievable but you know you're doing something healthy and all of a sudden you're the guru you're the person that has Mm -hmm. to tell everyone how they're supposed to to do it Um, but resisting that urge is vital I just think you're making this really powerful point well, and you know, isn't that what we often do? We want to give advice, especially if it's something that's very difficult for us to do. We want everybody that we know to, to <laughs> accept the challenge. I'm going to go run a 20-mile uh, marathon. You want to come with me? Please come with me. Yeah. Everybody, let's go run. Why aren't you running? You need to be running <laughs> with human. me. It's human. It's human, yeah. Only give advice when it's asked for. As those within our family unit continue to develop and to grow with the wisdom of enlightenment, then... Uh, we can understand how we individually acknowledge our best lives and then only celebrate, encourage, and edify one another in that place. We don't make demands on each other. Right. So these are the things that we're working on while in isolation. As a kinetic believer, we understand that our highest expectations for self, that's how we love those around us. That's how we're loving everybody in our sphere of influence is by working on ourselves to become the best version of ourselves. Well, and I really liked the word that you used earlier, or two words. You mentioned uh, magnified and then also amplified. And that's just, that's a really good word for the time that we're in because in a sense, it is a little bit of a pressure cooker and things are going to be amplified. They are going to be magnified. And so 
being aware, having that depth of awareness of what are you amplifying and what are you magnifying and is it the, are you, you know, picking at your partner, um, you know, all the little annoying habits that are standing out to you or are you amplifying, magnifying their positive attributes? What are you paying attention to? Purposefully use wisdom to choose your amplifiers. And a great example of that is the arguments that people will get involved in. And there's always one person that starts the the, the audible argument. Maybe there's been a lot of nonverbal communication and slamming of doors and dropping dishes and, and just, okay, this thing, you can tell it's going to blow. It's about to blow. But then yeah. somebody drops the first word. But then it takes another person to amplify it. In other words, to align with that negative energetic. So choose our amplifiers and do it with the nonverbals as well. You don't get a pass. We don't get a pass by saying, I didn't say anything while giving them a a dirty look. (laughs) We know better than that. You're communicating. In fact, most communication is nonverbal. That's so true. And again, I just, I love the amplification idea because that really harkens back to the inner dialogue that you always talk to us about and the power of that inner dialogue and realizing that the inner dialogue that you're having, not just with yourself, but about the people around you is going to determine where, what path you're going to follow in those conversations in, in, in that moment. The kinetic believer is every single day choosing how, what they're going to amplify from around them and then choosing from within what they're going to magnify. We amplify what we choose from around us and we magnify what we choose from within us. Simply by observing uh, our, our best selves from within, we're striving and we are, we're finding the things that motivate ourselves to motivate others. And we're becoming the best versions of ourselves. And then we're motivating others to do the same thing as well. We don't have to, to preach this. We don't have to command others to do anything. We don't have to call them up and say, I'm a vegan. Now you need to be one. (laughs) We just be the best version of ourselves. And that will motivate most people around us. Yes. Letting your actions speak for themselves. Exactly. Look, just remember as a kinetic believer, there can be no losers within your family unit. As a kinetic believer, make certain there are no losers within the family unit. During, are, you, are you saying within your own mind, like in your own opinion? or well, What I'm saying is that during this time of isolation, focus in on this, that there should never be a negative competition within the family unit between you and your life partner. In other words, it's one thing where there's healthy competition within relationships in order to produce positive results for everyone. But it's altogether another one when the competition produces negative effects. Healthy competitions don't produce losers. Everyone involved is doing their best to progress and their reward is in itself. But when there is a clear loser, remember that person feels like one. And if you were the competitor, then the person that, uh, and you're the person that won going forward, remember that your relationship with the person that lost, you're going to represent loss to them. In other words, being around you will make them feel like a loser. You know, it's interesting as uh, all of a sudden it just popped into my head, this experience that you and I had, we were at this really great dinner party with some some great friends and we noticed after we got home we we sort of rehashed the night and we noticed how the host did such a beautiful job of making sure that everyone at the table was included included in the conversation included in the laughter included in that that sense of camaraderie and so there is that little that little tinge of competition in conversation but then 
that host was making a point to be inclusive and include everyone and make sure that everyone was being sort of swept up in that vortex of that positive evening. In negative energetics, there is always a spirit of competition. I don't care if it's throwing darts, playing (laughs) Twister, having conversation, drinking beer, whatever it is, there's going to be a competition within negative energetics. And you can drink beer competitively, by the way. And play Twister. Yes. (laughs) So we avoid that and you can flip it. Now, how would you do these things within positive energetics? Look, no one wants to feel like a loser or to feel like the weaker one, the uglier one, the less successful one, the dumber one than their life partner. Regardless of how much you may let them know you love them, remind yourself and your partner that, you know what, you are my best friend and you are my greatest benefit. As kinetic believers in our relationships, our closest relationships, we distance ourselves from our emotions and share our subjective beliefs and attitudes within an unbiased way of communicating with each other. You know, you just answered my next question, too, because... um For example, when you haven't been saying, telling your partner, telling that person what they are mean to you, what they are in your life, um, a lot of times it's difficult to be the person to say it first. And I was thinking, well, how do you overcome that? You know, how do you get over that that hurdle? And you just totally answered it. Uh, You're putting those emotions aside. You're doing what you know to be right. You're doing what you know to be true to yourself. And you're speaking that truth whether you're the first person to say it or not. If you, that's so true. And if you find that it's so difficult to let another person know how much they mean to you because you haven't been hearing it from them, just realize that you are amplifying what you're observing. You're amplifying the effects of what you're receiving from someone else. So mm-hmm. you cast down those negative thoughts and those negative emotions, and then you fearlessly express what this person means mm-hmm. to you, the good qualities, the positive energetics. And then you, you're you the first to put that magnification out there. Now it will be easily amplified. And you're all of a sudden, the mm-hmm. dynamics of your, the vortex of your positive energetics start to align itself and this big, beautiful, powerful thing begins to happen. Well, and that really ties back to what you said just a moment ago about this concept that the things that you speak to your partner, the things that you speak to people you're in relationship with, it really defines how they think you see them. And so that in turn has a drastic effect positive or negative, however you're speaking about them, to them. Um, So I just love this. You know, I already told you, I kind of warned you though, right? At the beginning of this podcast, I love analyzing relationship. I just, I just love it. It's just so juicy and it's so good. And, and I just love this concept, like what, like that nugget you just gave us that by speaking the truth in love to the person that you're, you're, that you're spending your life with, you're in this sense, giving them the support that they need so that they know how you see them. And that's just beautiful. That's right. And then recognize the response. How they respond to you is is none of your business. Yes. When it's positive, it will be a gift to you. Yes. But just know that you've started something beautiful in the relationship. And sure, at first, perhaps this is easier said than done, but practice makes perfect. Mm. Relationships that are centered and aligned within the energetics of love Make every ounce of the effort worth it. When I feel like you just hit on something enormous, which is when you go into this, not going into it with the with a, an idea of, 
well, I'm going to say this, but they better say this back or I'm going to do this and they better, they better reciprocate. And so getting rid of that, of those, um, expected have tos, those, those expectations for someone to meet you in this place that you're this higher place that you're in. That's a big one. That's well, huge. That's right. Because after all, what are we doing? We're considering emotions and negative emotions or negative feelings or all of a sudden we're, you know, we're used to being led around by those. But kinetic believers understand the importance of never acting on impulse or an emotion at any given moment. Mm. Feelings and emotions are far too intense during the moment that we feel them. And they are amplified when situations, uh, within situations that are beyond logic. So kinetic believers only make decisions based upon their original genius of purpose and emotions. They allow the emotions to follow those wisest desires. And I love, I love how you're presenting that because it does give you the sense of rising above all the feelings and all the emotions to again and again and again do the right thing. Do the thing you know in your spirit, in your heart to be right for you. Sure. And, you know, after all, we're working on ourselves. But now here's where the magic begins to happen. The subjective reality of the kinetic believer believer's life partner is that we understand our partner is not all of us, but they are a part of us. They are an extension of self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this way, we cannot ignore an extension of ourselves because we will never be joyful or optimistically happy if we ignore an extension of ourselves. Our trifecta of kinetic belief is out of balance, and that's why there's this this detectable wobble uh, that's the result of this this um, relationship that's out of balance. Wow, that's a huge truth that you just laid on us, because um, how much more careful would we be about how we think about our partners and other people if we see them as an extension of ourselves? See them as an extension <laughs> of ourselves. And kinetic believers enter into relationships knowing that a person is an extension of themselves and a person is not a thing. Yes. You're not a thing. When we unconditionally love a life partner, someone within the family unit, we have to respect and to treat that individual as a co-creator. Mm. It's not just a thing to be pushed around or, or commanded or demand, make demands of. Wow, you're really layering in all these different vital, vital truths for achieving that harmonious, perfect relationship. And this is another huge facet of that, just this idea that you know, there are, there's so many levels to growth and there are so many types of people and there are so many different things that we all want to create. And so not trying to sort of force your partner into this, into this bubble with you, but being a co-creator with them, that's so important. Well, and there are just, there are so many people and, you know, a lot of people don't even understand or realize that they're doing some of these negative things. Maybe it's part of the culture that you uh, have grown up within and it's just become a way of, of humor. For a lot of people, there are so many cultures around the world that have passed down, for example, from generation to generation, thoughts and ideas, often from rudimentary bits of humor. It's just, the, you know, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm just going, we're just having uh, some harmless fun here. Mm-hmm. And that he, sense of humor will permit someone to put their partner down in front of others. Regardless of where you're located in the world today, never push anyone down just to make yourself feel a bit taller, especially your life partner. Pushing them down for a laugh 
that's going to result in both of you becoming less than you were meant to be. Well, and again, I feel like you're taking us back to this point that when you are interacting with your partner and with people in relationships, how just how important it is for us to go in head first, dive in and and lift that person up because we are that big and we are that full of of love and unconditional love and power and knowledge and we're in the position of power in our own life and so we have time we have it we have all of these these resources to give and it don't let's not diminish ourselves we're relearning some things aren't we yeah. you know during this time of isolation stir up the powerful personification of your avatar And do it by acknowledging that, you know what, if we make promises, keep them. If you promise something to your life partner, keep it. One way this is is understood is that we are only as good as our word. Most of us have heard that before. And that is multiplied within our personal relationships. How much more true should that be with the one that you love? Uh, we could extend that just that right there out. You know, and uh, we've talked about this before. We see people that are far more polite to strangers than they are to the one they love. Mm-hmm. Much nicer to somebody on an elevator or someone you're passing on the street than they are to the person that they live with. Mm-hmm. Kinetic believers understand the extension of themselves through their life partner. And so we live life in part through our partnership. I am living life in part through you, Megan, and our happiness. It's our happiness um, in the same way that, you know, our partner's happiness is our happiness. Mine is ours. Yours is ours. Mm-hmm. Ours together is ours. Our partner's successes should also be aligned to excite us as if they are our own successes. Mm-hmm. After all, we are in partnership and we are an extension of each other. And when one is successful, so is the other. And when one's having a difficult time, so is the other. And so we get through this life thing together. Mother Teresa said, intense love does not measure. It just gives. Mm. During isolation, for whatever reason, many people begin testing how much their most intimate loved ones love them by allowing them to see them at their worst. Isn't that true? And, and I will tell you this, it's, it, it really isn't necessary because they're going to have plenty of time to see you at your worst. I mean, you don't only, need to, to work at that. It's I, going to happen. I'm the only one here, Steve. It's just me. No, it's just you here. Uh, we Look, we choose to look our best for as long as possible. And that's a choice. Every day and even up until bedtime, make the choice to look your best. The subjective truth is attributes that we find physically attractive lead to our pleasurable level of emotions. Mm. Unconditionally loving ourselves to look our best in a time of isolation and appearing our best, it serves to intensify our love by default to the external pleasure of the senses. During this time of isolation, kinetic believers understand that, you know what, living our best lives, mind, body, spirit, and soul, it also promotes sex as something that shouldn't be boring. Don't misunderstand and think that it should always be earth-shaking either, even though it's not a bad basic goal. (laughs) But it's when we become lethargic and uncaring that some want to just hurry up and be done with it. And that's when the flame of passion begins to go out. Find new ways to physically express your love. During isolation and beyond, kinetic believers work at honesty and sincerity with their life partner and their family unit. Don't lie to them. 
They should know all of the important things about you and your life. But at the same time, and this is so vital, at the same time, kinetic believers understand to keep the mystery alive. Your most intimate lover, they don't need to know every little thing that there is to know about you. Why? Well, because predictability is boring. If we know all of the variables, then we will know all the possible outcomes. Remember, kinetic believers are on a journey, a quest for excitement and adventure. Adventure requires a spice of the unknown. Leave some things to the imagination and let imaginations of both you and your life partner manifest to fill in those missing gaps. In this way, we always remain within each other's thoughts and desires. Keep the predictability at bay and just replace it with enthusiasm for the expression of each other's diversity as a puzzle that cannot quite be solved. Within these kinetic beliefs, well, the law of attraction will do the rest. Well, let's work on some highest viewpoints. Okay. You want to? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I think about myself. I think about myself. With unconditional love. With unconditional love. I think about you. I think about you, Steve. With unconditional love. With unconditional love. I have the capacity to give. I have the capacity to give. And receive love. And receive love. Without fear of rejection. Without fear of rejection. Today, I'm going to work at loving myself. Today, I'm going to work at loving myself. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. And my life partner. And my life partner. And my family unit. And my family unit. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. After all, I am unconditional love. After all, I am unconditional love. Every day I remember that I am whole. Every day I remember that I'm whole. And complete. And complete. And I radiate unconditional love. I radiate unconditional love. To all of those around me. To all of those around me. I have the most amazing family. I have the most amazing family. I love them for who they are. I love them for who they are. Not for who I should want them to be. Not for who I should want them to be. I am so pleased with each person in my life. I'm so pleased with each person in my life. I will not fear. I will not fear. Letting each of them know. Letting each of them know. That I love them. That I love them. Just like they are. Just like they are. Mm. Wow. Powerful stuff, Steve. Especially in these times. Mm. We all needed that. I've really felt that. We all really needed this today. You know, and I have to say, after this teaching, I, it really puts you in a position of power of your own experience during this time because maybe a lot of us are in close quarters and we are seeing each other a lot more than we're used to and so being able to to control our own experience is is beautiful and it's vital and incredibly empowering mm. yeah stephencanyon.com is the website and if you've got comments that you would like to email to us you can send those to kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com and Wow, what a podcast. You're right. And there, yeah. there is so much that we still, get to work on, and what a privilege that yes, it is. Still sinking in. Um, yeah, stephencanyon.com. That's also where you, you're going to find the 100-day guided manifestation journal that Stephen has written. And like I always say, it's really not It's not a journal. It's this beautiful hybrid of, of a thorough book teaching you how to manifest through a 100-day journey, and then also the journal uh, 
as well with, with beautiful artwork. And that's on the website. You can get the digital version of that. And then you can also get the hard copy as well shipped to you. Well, we go hand in hand and I am teaching you the power of kinetic belief. And it's very deep mm-hmm. and it's intimate. Yes. And we go uh, together for 100 days. And then after that, you can fly. And it really is. I, I like the other day you mentioned that it really is a companion to the podcast and vice versa. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. The teachings that you do here every single day, they go directly, again, hand in hand with the journal. It's beautiful. Oh, well, that's it. Megan, I love you. Well, and I love you too. What a beautiful extension of me you are. Oh, I love uh, you, Steve. Let's play some music. Okay, let's play some music. <laughs> okay. And oh, Is it snowing? <laughs> what? Is it? Oh, how cozy it is sure this? It sure is. Okay, well, love to all the K-beers. All right, bye. <laughs>